Okay everyone, it's story time. Grab your pillows, headset, favorite snack, then turn to our podcast channel as Jen dives into masterpiece stories from Jen Chris Cinematic Universe. It's story time, relax time, bully, and we got this podcast series. Stay tuned, now we got this. Good day everyone, good day audience, I'm your host Nico Kala and with me I have my co-host John Grace. He's a creative story writer, a relationship therapist and many more. John please say hello to the house. Hello house and good day everyone. Welcome to today's podcast. Okay, it's story time and we got this and John Grace will be telling us an interesting story titled Jabari. You know, when I was reading this story, I was kind of put on an edge. You know, I had this, I had this chills all over my body. Like, I couldn't just wait to read the next line. I was like, what happens next? You, you know, you understand that kind of anxiety, wanting to know what next, what next. I must say, this story is super interesting. It it had this um blend of um culture, tradition, belief, mystery, and all. I really loved it. Um, but I will leave you guys to have this experience yourself. John, please take the floor. All right. So this story was well hyped by my <laughs> host here, right? Okay. But um, it's it's quite an interesting story. Um, mm-hmm. like said by Nico. Yeah, it's quite an interesting story and um, I'm sure the audience are going to love it. Sure, so, they will. The, the story was written in kind of um, a movie script, but I'm going to try my best to paraphrase and make it sound better. So this is the copy of the story that I'm going to be reading for the audience and I'll explain some certain um, aspect of the story okay. so they get a clear understanding All of right. what the story is talking about. All right. So first... I'll cut off with the art ones sing one bullshit. No, so I'll okay. go straight to the, the titles. I'll just be reading the titles. So the first title, the kingdom. Nkwame was a prosperous and mighty kingdom. A kingdom ruled by wise and just kings who held the respect and admiration of their subjects. Its people steeped in tradition and guided by the wisdom of their ancestors. But what set them apart from other African kingdoms was its unique tradition held during the selection of its kings which was done through a ritual combat held in the great Nami river a sacred river often called the river of the gods legend speaks of an ancient deity that dwells within its depths a guidance spirit who oversees the combat the river of the gods flows with mystical powers believed to be a direct connection to the deities that watched over the kingdom its waters possessed a shimmery blue hue as if a touch of divine magic legend whispered that the victor of this sacred combat would receive blessings, wisdom, strength and guidance from the gods themselves. Now this kingdom had many traditions which they observed but this tradition was one of their more, um, would I say serious and strong or more emphasized um, tradition. Okay. This tradition of um, the, the way they select their king they select their king through ritual combat that mm. Everyone who is interested in becoming the next king will gather at the Great Nami River, also known as River of the Gods, because they believe that an ancient spirit dwells within the depths of that river. Okay. Some also say it's the spirit of their ancestors mm. at the wells in the river to guide them in their daily activities. So it's kind of um they believe that fighting in that river, the ancestors and the gods work together to give them 
they are victor. Mm. So it it's quite kind of well, it was a kind of a political system, but it wasn't true. It wasn't like an election. They don't do something like an election. They rather and they allow the, the gods okay. and their ancestors to select from for them, feeling okay. that they know the best. Right, so now I'll be introducing the main character of this story okay. and um this is all about his journey. Mm. So the name main character, my name is Jabari of the Insami clan. My clan is known for it, loving its peace and our youths not so overambitious. My clan consisted mainly of fishermen and farmers. No one from my clan had ever become a king or even contested in the ritual combat. We have no warriors or fighters, just hardworking youths. But the true combat have always been a big event for us all, including my my clan. Just the thought of the upcoming event sent shivers down my spine mm. with a gush of exi- excitement. It was a special event for my clan because for the first time, a member of the Itsase clan, Ingigo, was going to participate in the combat. The Itsase clan were like brothers to us and we would all be going to the Nami River to give him our full support like he was our own. Ingigo was a good fighter with a good spirit and I admired him so much. We had a very big preparation two days before the ritual combat and we had a huge feast. Holding the Isase clan and other neighboring clans, it was a much anticipated day indeed. Plans have been made have been going underground since the day Ingigo made his intentions known to the entire clan. So these um these um in Sase clan where Ingigo came from mm-hmm. they, 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 they were having the Ingigo was the first um, representative mm-hmm. of the clan and they also had a brother clan which is Jabari which, who is the main character in the story yeah. Jabari's clan now Jabari also never had anyone going for the um, which will come back from his clan okay. but their, his own level was kind of hopeless because their clan had this kind of peaceful youth they had no warriors no fighters mm-hmm. they are just farmers and fishermen so they were not so ambitious yeah so they had no they had would i say less hope of ever becoming king or mm-hmm. ever fighting so this time that um, someone from the neighboring clan which is like a brother clan to them the sassy clan was going they were all out to support him and give them their best give him their all their support yeah, their full their support best, yeah so that is it now let's talk about the current king and let's talk about the rules how how long will someone's tenor and how long does someone's tenor go for before they change him okay. through the ritual combat yeah. so now the correct king king akiko had ruled for 10 years now his reign had not been so favorable to us all i was just three years old when the last ritual combat was held and then i barely knew anything so this pretty much was my first time going to watch the ritual combat and this got me really excited Couple with the father Ingigo, who I idolized so much, was going to participate. This made me even more excited. Mm. Yeah, so um Jabari here is a huge fan of Ingigo and he loved Ingigo so much. So he was more excited that the fact that his idol was yeah. going to be participating in this ritual combat. And now the current king Akiko was this kind of a tyrant king who never really cared about his um, subject mm. he, he raised up the taxes and he doesn't even offer any um, solution to any problem yeah. he just he's just there mm. um, embezzling their funds and other things so they were not really cool with his rule okay. and they were willing to see a better change yeah. through the ritual combat so this day has been a very much anticipated day for the entire kingdom yeah. Now let's talk about the next heading, a day before the ritual combat. 
the Insame clan night. It was such a big feast for my clan and all the neighboring clan were invited, including our beloved Ngigo and his clan men. Expensive and well-brewed wines were served, and even our finest alcohol gotten from fermented saliva. Everyone feasted, both great and small alike, and the lives of many beasts were taken from it. That would sustain the village for a week because once it's midnight on the day of the ritual combat, no one is supposed to kill any animal for a week as our culture made by our ancestors and seen as the way of the gods. Okay. Now, what do, what do they do? They they have this um law that states that if you want to have, um if you want to kill any meat, you can kill any uh, animal you want to kill um before the ritual combat. But once it's twelve o'clock. Okay. Um, or the midnight of the day of the ritual combat, you're not supposed to kill any more animal, and that um, that is held for a week. And from the day of the ritual combat to the next throughout the week, okay. you're not supposed to kill any other animal. They see it as um, we are using it to like pay homage to, to the, the dead, dead. because okay. the, the, the those people that participate in the ritual combat is a is a is a, is a do or die affair. Mm. They fight to death except for the last person who survives. So whosoever survives is the king and the rest dies. Okay. And they, they are seen as, seen as a sacrifice to the, gods. to the gods to give them the best king. Yeah. All right. So that is why they they don't kill animals after. So they kill enough animals that will sustain them for the entire week. Okay. Then they don't shed any more blood. They don't even kill even themselves. You cannot, not just animals. You don't shed any blood mm-hmm. during that Including period. human blood, yeah. yeah. Now, midnight of Nkwame Kingdom, hills of the Nami River. Watchers standing over the hills, staring at the moon reflection and movement in the Nami River. The moon moved towards the center of the river, and the watchers sanded their horns, indicating midnight. And no one should spill any more blood or take the life of any animal. The watchers' horns sanded, covering a certain portion of the kingdom. Each sound echoing through the hills and mountains, connecting to the next watching post who sounded their horns connecting to one another till it was spread throughout the kingdom mm. now how they do what the watchers do is they know they detect midnight okay and their main function is on the day of the ritual combat so they tell they, they, they blow their horn to sound that okay it's midnight no more no more spilling of blood no one should kill any more animal okay so all they do is they stay they stand on the hills of the nami river and monitor the movement of the moon on the river mm. once the moon go, gets to the center of the river that means it's midnight for them. Wow. So they sound their horns connecting to one another. They have different watch posts. Okay. So once you hear the, the sound of the horn from the other watch post, you blow yours. Okay. You blow yours. Kind of connected. Yeah, they connect with each other. They are, that's how they pass their information okay. to one another. And now let's talk about Insame clan, the midnight. So that day they were holding a feast, like said in the, like I read in the previous um paragraph, they were holding a feast in the Insame clan. Okay. So Nate, after the, 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 the horns have been blown, mm-hmm. Nate, the son of the clan leader, walks calmly to the back of the building where the feast was held. On reaching there, one of the slaughtermen had already put a knife to the throat of a cow. Immediately, Nate ordered the men, and the man who was about slaying the calf stopped. It is midnight, and the alarm has been sounded, Nate said. Immediately, the men came to a halt, putting down their knives and taking away the calves. Nate walks away gently, going back to join the feast. As the day drew near and the feast slowly coming to an end, the clan leader stepped up to give a speech. Mm. Now, this Nate is the son of the clan leader of the Insame clan. Yeah. So he went towards the back to inform the people that, oh, okay, it's um it's midnight, so you should stop 
whatever you're doing you put down your knives and no more spilling of blood in fact they believe that anyone who spills any further blood on that day would be smitten by the gods okay all right so he went back to warn them that it's already 12 o'clock and nobody should kill any further animal and they already put away the animal they were about to kill okay. now the, he came back to join the, the feast and the, the clan leader was about to deliver a speech so the clan leader sta- stood up and said clan leader as per people's tradition you don't address a group of men on empty stomach and on empty an empty cup we've all had to our full and drank to our full now I would like to deliver my speech. Mm. The speech. Since the insertion, insertion of this great kingdom, since the great history of our ancestors and the stories told to us by the old and preserved by the young, it has never been recorded in our history that anyone from any anyone from our clan or a brother clan has ever participated in the ritual combat. I'm not even talking about being crowned as a king, but participating in the ritual combat. But this time we have our own son, our own, who had decided to, who had decided that he would make us proud, and his ancestors also will make them proud. In Gigoye, they post and dealt proudly. Mm. You know, he had had enough <laughs> wine to his full, so as he was giving his speech, he paused and uh, I can uh, give a barge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so he asked, he continued, he said, "Come up here, son." Ngugo walked up to the clan leader and knelt in front of the of him, of Insase. Insase is the name of the clan leader. Yeah. Insase, who in turn asked the others to give him their blessings, saying in prayers, May the earth hold firm your feet. May the wind guide you and show you the right path. May our ancestors go with you like a companion, and may the gods be with you. After the prayers, Ngugo took a bow and got up the ground. Got, got, uh, Ingugo took a brow to the ground and got up to his feet, feeling satisfied and divinely protected, protected. And then he asked the elders permission to retire to bed for the night, saying, "My elders and clan leaders, with your permission, I would like to return home for to have a little rest for the night, because tomorrow's event, uh, because the day's event today, because the day's, because the day's big." To rest before the day, sorry, oh god, sorry, my, my bad. I would like to return home to have a little rest before the day's big event. Now everyone knows of the big event that's coming up, which is the ritual combat. So mm. you need his rest. You have practice, you have practice, and practice, and practice. Now he needs to rest before the big event. So it was already 12. Someone that is, imagine someone that's having a fight that's still up to after 12. Mm. So you need a long you need, rest. You need to rest. Alright, so. Isase immediately said, of course. It's really important if he sleeps and gather enough energy for tomorrow. Mm. The others nodded, nodded in approval and Insase then said to Ingigo, You have our permission, so you may go, son. Ingigo in turn took a bow again and left the feast for his home. Okay. Now, he took his elders' permission to go rest for the night and they approved of him to get, though the feast was held in honor of him, but they know how important it is that he rests. Mm-hmm. Before the final, the, the, before the day of the battle, okay, so he doesn't just go down <laughs> within the first two minutes, he's already tired, tired. and exhausted. Yeah, I can imagine how, uh, how elaborated, how um, filled everybody were, you know, and that excitement that uh, my own person is coming out to do this thing yeah. after 10 years. That's like 10 years. Yeah, after, 10 years. No, it's not 10 years, it has never happened. Oh, it has even never happened. Never happened. So, after a long run, imagine. 
Imagine the excitement. Imagine no. the the they enjoyment as well. Like they are excited. Yeah. But the 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 himself was kind of scared. You know. I understand. He knows what it implies. He knows, he knows. what is lining ahead of him. Of course, as the name replies, ritual, ritual combat. combat. So it has to do with life or yeah, death. It's a ritual. So, so good. But it's okay. They all know what it entails. But yeah, they all know what. But they were. He knows what it entails, but now he's happy though because it's his willing, it's been his ambitions. But now they are more happy because it's not their life at stake. Okay. The clan celebrating, so he was kind of in the feast and not in the feast. So he retired home not just to rest but also, oh, yeah, imagine the, the, yeah, the, the touch, yeah, yeah, good. So, okay, um, the next. Next episode, we'll talk about the preparation for the big events, mm, which the big is the day. combat. So the preparation, they, they definitely they will do preparation for the entire kingdom. Yeah. So everybody did their own different preparation for that big day. Okay. So tomorrow, no, next week, next week, next, week uh, next episode, we'll be talking about the preparation, or we'll continue from the preparation. Yeah. For the right. big day, I can imagine. I can imagine the Attention the thoughts running through your head. Your head like, what would the big day look like? What the preparation and all? Yeah. Just like I was also suspended. I told you guys, um, the story is super interesting, and um, I really enjoyed it. I hope they will enjoy it too. Uh, hopefully, course, hopefully yeah. they will enjoy it. So we will call it a wrap here, okay. and we will continue next. Friday, next Wednesday. Yes, next week. Next Wednesday, yeah. Until next week, Wednesday. Um, do enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. Bye for now. Bye. Please don't forget to click on the follow, rate, subscribe button and leave your thoughts on the comment section. And also follow our social media handles on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Moments with G. See you next Wednesday.